Hello there, it's your uncle Clivey Wivey here. I'm sorry I've been away for so long, but the lads over at Spectrum Days, they gave me a few weeks off. Anyway, I'm back because they said they were talking about Robocop, and I'm the first person ever in the world to make Robobots. So here it is, the Spectrum Days lads with their review of Robobocop. Welcome to Spectrum Days, the podcast where we ruin our childhood memories of games we used to play. With me, Chris, and cousin Phil. Hello. How are we all doing? Everyone all right? Very good. Thanks very much. Good, yeah, good. you have a good weekend? Oh, yeah. Good. Remember this? Remember that? Yeah. Yeah. So, are we going to do... Um, that's the one. That's the one. Uh, so we're going to talk about Robocop today. No, that's not Robocop. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that was the, uh, the Ariston advert. Oh, that's the actual because that isn't, film. Well done. Well remembered. Yes. Yeah, so why didn't they make... Why didn't they put the proper song i wonder if that was rights i wonder if that was a problem with the rights because you would have thought they would have been able to do that song well they probably well i wonder if they did in the arcade we might have to look at the arcade obviously as well but but the thing with the arcade was that was data east they sub licensed it off ocean it was gary gary bracy from ocean went he was pretty brave. Either brave, stupid, or a genius. I'm not entirely sure. Perhaps a bit of all three. He did this quite a few times working for Ocean, where he'd go out and get rights to films while they were still at sort of script stage. So he was basically... Really? Yeah, so he'd be going to these places, and they were like, well, yeah, we don't know whether this film's going to be big or not. So he was able to get licenses to stuff dirt cheap which is what he did with Robocop, which was, I mean, it was a fairly low-budget film. It's 13 million to do um, Robocop, but it made that like 58 million in its first week on release or something. It ended up being a really successful film. But by then, of course, he'd already had the rights. And it was Data East, as I say, sub sub let, or whatever you want to call it, got the rights off Ocean to do the arcade cabinet, um, which also worked well for Ocean because it meant that Data East were the ones who had to go along to watch it being filmed and do all the sort of set photos and got sent videos and stuff from the production people. Was it Orion? I think perhaps did a Robocop. I can't remember now. Um, so they, they did all the legwork for getting all the graphics together based on the plot and what have you from the film, which meant when, when Ocean then did the game for the home console, home computers. And they came out of the Spectrum, Commodore 64, and then later, I think later on the following year, it was then Mega and ST. Um, <clears throat> so they, they already had sort of everything all everything already done. So they had an amazing deal out of it, really. So, so you, you're saying that Ocean got the license, sub-licensed it to Data East. Yeah. Data East... Made the Japan made the console the arcade game in Japan, yeah. and then 
the ZX Spectrum one was based on on that. But they changed it, yeah. One, right? <clears throat> so it wasn't sort of an arcade wow. port. Um, the Spectrum version is different to the arcade, and I think they yeah got some extra parts. Yeah, I think they put more in of the what we were talking about off air. They sort of where they use a sort of sights, don't they, to sort of do the. Um, it's the bit from the film where he shoots the guy in the balls. Yeah, yeah. When I saw those, the, yeah. So um, you know, just for everyone, just let's, let's rewind. Robocop, side-scrolling, beat him up, shoot him up. Shoot him up. I don't know what it's Run and gun. Run and gun. Run, run, run and, and gun, gun apparently. You'd probably call it yeah, run and gun. Yeah, it's not a gun. metal slug. No, you'd probably call it. It's, it's, more, it's more trudge. Trudge and gun. <laughs> <laughs> Stomp and trudge and shuffle gun. <laughs> <laughs> shuffle and gun. Shuffle and gun. <laughs> so... <laughs> yeah, so it's the shuffle and gun, and uh, and yeah, when I did remind myself, uh, when I did see, I did see an image of those extra, like you know, um, extra content, the, the part, the mini game, I guess, yeah, that's where it is the shuffle and yeah. gun, <laughs> yeah, uh, that that's what brought it brought it brought it all back. I um, yeah, then I then I did remember the game, I did re- do remember playing. You, it. You've but got the, map then, the faces as well, haven't you? That's one of the others. It's sort of an ID thing, yeah. You get two faces yeah. up on the screen, and you've got to sort of adjust the uh, it's um, the e fit sort of thing, isn't it? That like you mix and match yeah. the noses and the eyes, and yeah, yeah I remember yeah. I remember that quite well. But yeah, so you, you do you shuffle along and shoot the enemies on the screen, uh, punch them as well. Yeah, yes, 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 yes. I think if you run out of. I think if you run out of bullets, you use punch, and also I think if you're perhaps in close proximity. Does that ring a bell? Think perhaps. I have to ask: Is there a uh, shin kick? I think you can duck and punch. <laughs> duck and punch, another classic. Yeah, the old, the old um, duck and punch. Yeah, which is a drink. And then <laughs> <laughs> duck and punch. <laughs> a pint. After a pint of that, we all shuffle. I tell you, <laughs> stumbling around for our gun as we go into the urine. Uh, yeah, I we, we well we do we should buy a pint of a duck punch for um for for the developer. I mean, this is another game, another game which has been developed by um, Mike Lamb. Yes. So we've all, so we've already covered Renegade, and which is also a side-scrolling um, run one. Well, Walk along and punch, beat shuffle, beat shuffle and punch. So shuffle and punch, <laughs> shuffle and punch. <laughs> hey, one day we should play that the most famous of all shuffle and punch games. Go on, altered beast, altered beast. Yeah, don't swear. Which does have a good shin kick. Please, please um, don't swear. But yeah, so it's only have to beep that out. Don't say that name. <laughs> <laughs> but and, and and then so Mike Lamb coded it, which is amazing because that means he he did Renegade, which was if I remember rightly one of our favourite yeah, games. Game, yeah, and he's also and he's also done Steve Davis Snooker, which we haven't covered yet, but is amazing. Yeah. it's like you're there. Shuffle and pot. It's yeah, <laughs> shuffle and pot. It's like you're there. It's like. Um, <laughs> but and then he then he also um, but he also. Coded the the Game Boy version, which is the version that you were just. That's what. Yes, that's what was. Uh, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Well, Mike's Mike's done that as well. Mike, good old Mike. Yeah, it's amazing. And who did the music? 
do you know offhand who did the? I can't remember who did the music now, but the, the, that my vague offhand comment about Ariston, that version, the Robocop on the Game Boy, which didn't come out until 1990, so a couple of years after, is very similar to the Specky version. And that's the music yeah, they well, used They used on um, the Ariston advert, which I suspect if you're watching our YouTube channel now, you'll probably see it and hear it. Or we'll get sued. Really? I don't know. If, 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 if you aren't seeing and hearing it, it's because we got sued. And Ariston. And on. And on. And on. And Ariston. What are your memories of the of playing the game? Robocop on the Specky. Um, a, I love it. It's great. Uh, that's really not a surprise. And as you alluded to earlier on, this is kind of, I think, for us, for people like us who are, we count ourselves very lucky, we, we were uh, spoilt, I suppose, in that we were able to move on even within the 8-bit mm. arena, it's onto like the Master System or for even more lucky than onto the Amiga, the 16-bits. And frankly, yeah. 88, this came out and was still in the charts, I think in the top 10 or top 20 a year and a half later. So well into yeah. getting on for 1990, you know, the Mega Drive. And not long after that, obviously the Super Nintendo. So, I mean, this really was the end, not, the end of the spectrum, yeah. but the end of our being exclusively chained to and using the spectrum. I mean, we, we were starting to move on by now. Yeah, I didn't realise how lucky I was at the time, but if you think, I was 14. If this came out on the Game Boy, I actually did own a Game Boy. Mm. Uh, one year later, for Christmas, the it was the famous a Amiga A500 Batman pack, mm. which I had for Christmas, which is amazing. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think 14, this must've been one of the, cause yeah, at home, we also had a Sega master system. Yeah. So yeah, this must've been, I, yeah, this must've been a little bit of the end of the spectrum days. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's amazing. Uh, yeah, but we re really should try and speak with Mike. I, um, I think he, he's on our wavelength because um in an interview i read with him although the interview was in 1997 the interviewer on world of spectrum.net uh they they asked him what do you think of your games which is your personal favorite and mike responds mostly crap <laughs> looking back we didn't spend enough time on gameplay <laughs> The way you got respect from the other programmers at Ocean was to do clever technical stuff, <laughs> which is, I think, which has been a bit of one of our comments on a few games, to be honest. Um, so, uh, but that does make me worry a little bit now, going back to play it. If, um, you know, if, if does that mean there wasn't enough time spent on gameplay? It comes from the arcade. Anything that we've looked at that came from the arcade, you know, it's always been a bit hard. Yeah. Is it going to be really hard? No. It, well, no, this isn't like, say, earlier on, this isn't the arcade game. It's it's not. It, 
they didn't just immediately say right we'll just make exactly the same game it's it's not the arcade one you probably get through the first level if you if you played it and then that's it it will just eat your money it's it's pretty tough uh, it's it's probably fairly typical actually i should say for an arcade game the arcade version of robocop but it's hard now the spectrum version's not as hard as that um it's still a it's a challenge and i remember it being a challenge but i remember it's a game i played a lot and can't specifically remember whether i completed it to quote our own um, <laughs> our own tagline um i'm not actually sure but the fact that it stayed in the charts for a year and a half whatever it was i said everyone liked it and everyone had it no i i think i think it, this is a genuinely a very good very well regarded very well made you know the music was brilliant the load screen was amazing the one that comes up when it's finished loading it's starting to load or when it finishes loading it's got speech which was oh really yeah which again was fairly fairly oh. unheard of on on the on the spectrum. Oh, I couldn't remember that. It might have been one two eight only. I I, I, I we will find that out um, in the second half. Are you sure? Or did the instructions just say turn the tape over, press play, and listen to the? No, <laughs> did it actually come from the spectrum? No, no. It's, it's got a, a, a list of suggested <laughs> phrases you may wish to say at certain points during this <laughs> yeah. game. When it loads, say yeah. Robocop. <laughs> ask, ask your mum or dad to stand behind ask you. your mum and dad to, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what about the bit when they, with those women and they're doing the cocaine and that bloke comes in <laughs> bitches leave you can imagine your mum, getting your mum to say that <laughs> is it Clarence Brodick is that his name uh, well, she could feed you baby food from behind or something. Whoa! Whoa! That's a baby food bit. Robo. That's a Robocop. Robocop can only eat baby food. Baby food enemas. Wow. I mean, like with a spoon. From the side. She could be in front of you and obscure the TV screen. No wonder Robocop shuffles. Feed you baby food from behind. <laughs> I'd buy that for a dollar. It did really well, right? The magazines loved yeah. it. Everyone reviewed it massively highly. Yeah, it's got mid nineties, I think, in some of the uh, mags. Yeah, it, I've read ninety four percent in Sinclair there user, you and your Sinclair Claire gave eight point eight out of ten. Eight point eight. Yeah, that's like a thumb. A three quarter up, or, right or up, sort of fun, right? <laughs> right, one thumb right, right up, up. The baby food. <laughs> yeah, that <laughs> definitely. I think it's uh, yeah, time to move on, isn't it? 
Yeah. yeah. Well, there you are, folks. Uh, that's pretty much what we remember about Robocop. It was brilliant. I don't think we even need to play it this time, but we're going to. Uh, so do join in. There'll be a link below if you want to play it. If, uh, if you haven't played it in a long time, please do join in and play it. We will be back in for you, but a few seconds. But for us, it'll be a few days where we go off and play Robocop. Uphold the innocent, protect the law, or something like that. And we're back. Welcome to part two of Spectrum Days, games and movies that we played, loved, watched, which is because we've now changed our name, everybody, if you didn't know, halfway through episode, in fact. <laughs> <laughs> That's the way to do it. Yeah. Uh, well, I'm glad you're, glad you're all back, everybody. Uh, it was obviously just a few seconds for you. But it's been days we've been off playing um, days. Robocop. I hope you all joined in and played Robocop. If you didn't, do feel free to pause now and pop off and play it and come back. So you can join in with us and uh, commiserate, because no doubt Chris found this very hard, complicated, and he hates it. <laughs> no, I don't hate it, actually. I quite like it. But it is what? hard. Yeah. Again, it's coming back to my theory. It is on the spectrum so far removed from modern day gaming that I accept everything that happens. Uh, and I don't find it, it was a little bit frustrating, but it's good. I like it. The music's amazing. Mm. I think I play it just for the music. Was it Jonathan Dunn? Am I getting that right? Is that the guy who did the music? Oh, I don't know. I think it is. But I, I, I mean, it, it would have been just so easy just to do a riff. I don't, maybe they didn't have the rights, which would be a bit strange. But why did they? Would it be just so easy just to do the riff from the film? The, dun, 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 you know. So, but they didn't. They just did a whole Depeche Mode song. Yeah, yeah. I was mentioning to you uh, before we started recording. I, I asked you whether you'd actually let that play out fully because mm. that's just that just goes on it's, I know, it's like 10 minute opus isn't it it's like yeah i loved it i mean i remember being a little bit jealous of the commodore 64 because of the chip tunes on that and there was it was music on the on the c64 was great but mm. playing this again made me think that the music was good on the spectrum so yeah i i really like that i played it on the spectrum i played it on the game boy uh uh the arcade version Gave that a quick go. Um, a quick yeah. go, was it, on the on the arcade one? Quick, quite quick, was it? Yeah, yeah. Why? What's that? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Why, why was that? Why was it quick? <laughs> oh, it's too easy. The, the arcade one yeah. was too easy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the ar- arcade game. I'm amazed it made any money at all. One, one 10p, you get the end of the game when you first go. Well, that's the thing on the emulator. You could just chuck a load of coins in, right? Virtual coins. It still doesn't help. It's still hard as nails. You get... You get <laughs> It's much more frenetic than the Spectrum one. As we were saying before, yeah. the, the Spectrum one is a shuffle and gun. The shuffle arcade gun. one is a run and gun. <laughs> <laughs> the arcade one is run and gun. The Game Boy version is jog and gun. And the Spectrum yeah. is shuffle and gun. Yeah. It is remarkable. I don't know whether it is just a sort of monochrome thing, but the Game Boy and Spectrum versions are really quite similar the game boy one's a lot faster it's got um you can jump which on the spectrum one i don't think you can jump you're you're, you're correct you're correct find the jump button (laughs) (laughs) you can't jump on the spectrum one 
can you can jump high pool really high up no you can now, next next thing enemy. you're going to tell me is that you can go up the stairs. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad you brought this up. <laughs> Did you have trouble with the stairs? <laughs> oh, so, in, so hopefully you played the game, everyone who's listening, but if you play yeah. a sideways scroll in, shoot them up, but there are some enemies above you and you normally shoot straight up or diagonally to take them out. On the spectrum, I was constantly running out of ammo, and then I'd have trouble with the guys with the chainsaws. Sometimes I'd shoot yeah. the guys with the chainsaws right in the face, and they wouldn't die. Sometimes I'd shoot them multiple times in the back, and they wouldn't die. Sometimes it only seemed to work was to wait for them to come at me, cr uh, crouch down, and punch them in the nuts. But uh, there was clearly like these staircases which looked like you should be able to go up, and I tried, and I, I just... Pfft, I didn't do it. And then I watched a, a walkthrough on YouTube and I see you can go up those stairs. So, <laughs> Spectrum ah. days. Spectrum days. Ambi ambitious but rubbish. I got, I got off level one. Well done. Yeah, I, um, you know, I had to kill the hostage um, taker in, on the little mini game at the end of level one. Did you shoot him in the nuts like in the film? <laughs> Hello there, I'm the man from Robocop who has his balls shot off. Well, they weren't actually shot off. I'm actually a professional stuntman. That's how, how we did the scene back then. There wasn't much money involved in Robocop, so they needed me. Um, I specialise in having my balls attacked. Um, I do a lot of other work in films if it requires kick to the ghoulies, punch to the ghoulies, or having them shot off. Um, it was an incident when I was young. Basically, my balls didn't continue down the canal like in most men. Uh, so I can do those sorts of stunts. I've done a lot of work on jackass, actually. Jackass, yeah. Jackass, they don't they don't always uh, do their own stunts. I do quite a lot of those stunts. And uh, a lot of you thinking, I recognise their voice. Yes, I did sing I'm Walking in the Air on uh, for the snowman. Uh, no, I'm not Alec Jones. He, he did the record. I, I'm the one who sung on the actual film. I'm not bitter about it or anything. Yeah. No, I shot him in the, the scalp. Top of the head. Oh, I think. You scalped him? <laughs> yeah, the wig. Is it yeah. we, were only, we were only just saying before we started recording, weren't we? we were talking about um, Jazz Rignall put on a post about, um, what is that game? <laughs> the FMV game, Night Trap saying about how terrible that was and all the problems that that caused. Yeah, this game came out well before that and was only played by children. <laughs> and, it, and it's all about killing lots of people, shooting blokes in the nuts who are holding women hostage down some alleyway. <laughs> well, the, the film, the fi I mean, yeah, if I remember the film rightly, it was pretty, you know, savage. Yeah, totally. It's a savage totally. film. I don't know what age this was, uh, the game. Was there a warning or have well, you got the, the box? That's, that's have well, you that, got the game? Point. Have yeah, a look. Have. Has it got a warning on it? Right here in front of me. I mean, there's zero warnings on it. <laughs> it's um, not like 7 plus. Is it a PG? And, uh, and as was, was um, Path of Course back then, the, these were um, universal boxes. I mean, the box was made for every single format. And then there was just a sticker that was put on. So this one's got a sticker very, very crookedly put on <laughs> on the top that says it's for um, 
for Spectrum. So I mean, I mean, there's there's nothing. No, there's absolutely nothing. So back in those it, days, we did. There wasn't. There were no like age limits on games. No, no, it wasn't until the game we just mentioned, um, but this Night Trap. But this one's so really. realistic. It is. I I felt quite <laughs> soiled after playing it. Uh, it's a bit annoying on the Spectrum when you get hit. You kind of. You 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 get stunned, and I think it's too long. You said it was because it was replicating what happens in the film, but he gets Very stunned. Accurate. He gets stunned for too long, and in 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 the Game Boy version, you can jump, and it's that bit faster. And when also, were, you you've got infinite ammo. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. I mean, what does tie those two games together? From what I've learned on the internet, is that Mike Lamb coded both of them. Thank you, Mike. Uh, I can't believe how much influence Mike had on our young lives. He made this, he made Renegade, mm. Steve Davis Snooker, Paul, um, some other games for Ocean. And um, yeah, thank you very much, Mike. Uh, yes. It's a great game. Um, but yeah, the Game Boy one. But the Game Boy one, I wondered if he lifted the sprites directly from um, Where the Exploding Fist when they come flying in with the flying kicks. It looks there like was some, there's some crossover there. Yeah. yeah, it looks like they've got geese on. It looks like they're out on the street with their, with their karate kits on. Because, like, the other guys are, like, in their jeans or something. Uh, but, yeah, the guys doing the flying kicks look like they've suddenly come out of their um, their local dojo. <laughs> yeah, I played it, yeah, played it on the Game Boy. I played it, I played it, oh, I played it on the NES very briefly by emulation. Um, yeah. It was pretty awful uh I, I gave up with it so quickly i'm sure if you're watching our youtube channel you are looking at the footage of that right now me refusing to play it because it's so awful <laughs> I'm apologies if anyone out there it's their favorite nintendo game I, I, you have my sympathies if you thought that was your favorite game um but it's pretty terrible uh where else did i play i tried playing it on the commodore 64 which although i that I think I mentioned in the first part of this podcast is the one where it was actually balked and you couldn't actually complete it. Uh, the initial, I don't know whether it's just the initial run of the game and whether they actually did fix it later on, but to uh, meet the deadline, they pushed it out. Um, <laughs> it was actually not completable. <laughs> well, so I did. Have, I would, tried to I would, <laughs> it wouldn't matter to me. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't really care. <laughs> it doesn't really matter. Um, but I did try and play it by emulation. And the version that I found obviously just didn't, I just couldn't get it to work. I just could not get it to start. But what was really funny, the as as is often with the attract screens that you have on these games, where it's, it flicks from sort of the, the Robocop logo to then usually showing you the top 10 scores you remember that on most games it's sort yeah. of flick well all the names in it, it <laughs> again if you're watching the youtube channel you'll see it on the screen but it's all words it's all really terrible it's like depression um angst and it's, it's, <laughs> each, each of the top 10 is it's just like these terrible words of depression <laughs> and terribleness they probably, really funny. <laughs> they probably they probably employed a 16 year old bedroom coder to make the the c64 version and he was there you know <laughs> he was normal normal payment in those days would have been just one c64 
and three thousand pounds probably for three games. That's true. To be made within a three-month period, or you lose yeah. everything. <laughs> there were, and all these all these coders must have been there listening to Depeche Mode, and because uh, all the all the music sounds is that kind of sort of thing. They're all just depressed coding arcade conversions. Yeah, yeah. Big shout out to. Um, Spectrum, I, I agree, uh, but that obviously that's the one to eight version. I'm assuming the 48A probably didn't have the music. I don't know, but no. I'm guessing the one to eight was the only one with the uh, speech. Ah, so a bit of speech, is didn't that it? why I don't remember the Spectrum having such good music then? Because I had well, because I had the one two eight, so for me it sounded uh, it sounded just like I remembered uh, it. How middle class of you, Phil? It was very yes. <laughs> the one time when I out middle classed you. In the Spectrum game, it's quite interesting that you had different guns because, like in mm. up to now, I don't think there's other games where you'd get collect different guns, but you get no choice over which gun you use. You can't swap between them. You just get think, the next. No, gun. I, I wondered. I must admit, I couldn't remember that from back in the day, and I couldn't seem to see whether you could. No, no, they just sort of run out. You pick up an extra weapon. There's a sort of a three spread shot weapon. Yeah. And there's a, there's a sort of instant kill bullet that just sort yeah. of seems to go through multiple enemies. But they just yeah. basically run it. You got about 10, 20 shots and they're gone. And then you're yeah. back to your standard gun. But yeah, the spectrum that it's probably is more involved in the spectrum game. You have got more of that trying to think about, oh, I'm going to run out of bullets, whatever. Whereas yeah, the, Game Boy, the Game Boy one, you can just bang, 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 you just keep going. And I think yeah. the arcade's the arcade the same as infinite bullets on the basic gun. Yeah, 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 the well. arcade one's like really fast. Uh, very colourful. Um, in fact, I was quite surprised. I mean, maybe I'd never seen that in the arcade, but it was very colourful and fast, smooth. And then you look at the, and the Spectrum version, what we would have been playing at home, yeah, it's just that is is that little bit slower, and you know, it's more of a tactical, as a tactical, yes. <laughs> a tactical shooting uh, experience. It's also got that the level with the the motorbikes on, which reminiscent of um, Renegade as well. But you can't fly and kick them; you can just shoot them. No, you have to yeah. stand up and shoot them as they go past. Yeah. yeah, yeah, or you sort of punch things when you get near. You automatically punch, don't you, and stuff gets near. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I'd constantly run out of bullets and have to try and punch people, but it doesn't <laughs> always didn't always work. Didn't always work. <laughs> so so how did you climb the stairs? Is it like in sub saboteur? You have to be exactly in the right pixel perfect place I, and push I, I, up. I, I'm I'm being slightly cruel. You I didn't think, do it yourself. I no, I think the first level there are stairs that you can't go up. Ah. I think I think it might be the second or third level. There are then sets of stairs, and then there's lifts. And Ed two oh nine. You didn't get anywhere. You didn't even get to Ed two oh nine, did you? On the arcade one, I did. No, 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 because that's in the very first level. No, on the oh. spectrum. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't count. Just because you got somewhere in another version, it doesn't count for the spectrum version. <laughs> so you didn't I, see Ed two oh nine. And Dick behind his uh, desk. Uh, wait a minute. Let me look at this walkthrough. Yeah, there you go. So um, if I remember rightly, the background was white on the level where you get the first Ed 209. You're in yeah. an office. Yeah, there's yeah. a bloke behind there's the desk. Dick, Dick, Dick behind his desk. Yeah, he's in uh, Omnicorp or whatever it's called. OCP. OCP. 
yeah. cut logo. Yeah. yeah. They've got the logo in the background. Some sort must of. Be, it must be interesting seeing these levels you've never seen before. <laughs> Enlightening. Yeah. But, so um, ultimately, really good game. It's 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 yeah. what I remember from playing back in 1989 or whether it 88, whenever this came out. It's exactly what I remember. The sound is exactly like, like I remember. It plays like I remember. I, it, I'm not dis- This isn't one I'm disappointed by. It is what I remember it being. It still holds up. It's still good. And actually is, having now played quite a few versions of it, I, I'd say it's one of the better ones. It's, yes, ultimately, perhaps the Game Boy is probably the one that I choose to play. Mm. But this is certainly up there for me. Um, I'd far rather play this in the arcade. The arcade's just ridiculously difficult. But anyway. Yeah, I'd give this um, a double thumbs up, really, <laughs> on the oh, scale. I bet you would. <laughs> what, would you, what would you give it out of your Spectrum Days gaming scale? Well, it's, it's gaming scale, at least an eight. Yeah. Eight yeah. of 12. <laughs> Listen to me, citizen. You must like, subscribe. Comment and give us five stars, or there will be trouble. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree. It's it does what it says it does, and um, uh, yeah, like it. I like it. Well, there we are, folks. We got a winner, a game that we actually like. So let us all know below, folks. What did you think of the game? Um, did you actually play it? Did you own it back in the day? Did you own it on a different format? Did you play it in the arcade? I did see it in the arcade once. I can't remember playing it in the arcade, but I know I'd definitely seen it in the arcade uh, back in the day. Uh, what game are we looking at next? So the next episode will be about um, that game that spawned so many other games, the original um Starwing. Yeah. yeah, the original Starwing, Star Fox, Space Harrier. Actually, I've seen someone's do like an indie game which looks very, very much like Space Harrier coming out on Steam as well soon. I don't care. Um, What's the game we're doing? Anyway, next? next game, Death Chase. Death Chase? Yeah, that was brilliant. Really? Yeah, brilliant. Uh, okay. Well, yeah. there's our subscribers all gone. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> this one. Take, we'll take everyone back. This must be one of the first games, really. I mean, yeah. Well, I we'll can't talk, wait we'll to see you it. play this. I'm sure you'll get the level one easily. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you are, folks. That was Robocop and it's Death Chase next. Oh, we're banging out the classics. Bye, Bye everyone. Next time. We'll see you then. Bye. Bye. <laughs> You can email us at hello at spectrumdays.com and you can contact us on Twitter at spectrumdayspod. And you can also find us on YouTube just by looking up Spectrum Days.